South by Southeast, South by Southeast, South by Southeast, South by Southeast side throwing peace signs and I gotta keep the heinies with me. Hit up Gina's chicken and Caprice Pizza. Stop at Venice for a little sippy sip. Used to dream about 106 in Park. Now I ride down 106 in Park. Stop at Ocotlan and you know I'm the GOAT. Southeast side coming straight from the GOAT. South by Southeast, the world's greatest podcast. Thank you guys for having me, man. And shout out to South Ave. I would have been there on time, but you know, the bridge was up. My bad. Mass attack. Mass attack. Test, test, one, two, three. Is this thing on? I feel like I got to blow like all the dust off this thing. It's been a long time. <sighs> yeah, there we go. And welcome back to another episode of South by Southeast. Today we're changing it up a little bit and it's actually me and my beautiful wife, uh, Krista Alvarez. Krista Alvarez. Man, that just sounds nice. So weird. It took me a long time to make that one happen. It was actually pretty short, but I It was it short happen. for you because you were gone for probably about Two years of it. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is really interesting in how we met. It is. It's a very interesting story that I don't know if we could talk about it just for a little bit before we talk about what we want to talk about today. I mean, if that's what you, you. want to do. I mean, honestly, like the short version is uh, I met you right before I took a, a gig to tour the country. Yes. And uh, that's basically how we got to know each other through A texting. lot of texting calls. Uh, we were lucky enough to have... Uh, what is it? FaceTime? Yeah. So it kind of helped the relationship, you know, get going, I guess. I, a lot of people that I talked to, because I was like, you know, you and your wife have a really cool dynamic. You guys seem like you get along and everything. And I'm like, well, I hope so. This is right? this is my wife. This is I the person so. I spend, you know, 90% of my time with. And uh, I, I always tell them, like, it's interesting because the way we did meet was by me being gone kind of like hey you want to be my girlfriend yeah okay i'm gonna be gone <laughs> you know for six weeks and uh peace i know but i did ask you beforehand if you were sure because i was like okay you're about to tour the country you're gonna be in different places meeting different people seeing different kinds of women and <laughs> well i don't think i said women but i mean that Just was what i was implying kind of, kind of like a freedom like a Right. And you had just gotten out of another relationship. So I was like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, it wasn't so much me on my part, like checking, but it was just making sure that you knew what you're getting into because you're going to be gone, seeing all kinds of people all over the country and taking a trip to the Bahamas without me. <laughs> are you going to bring that up now? <laughs> yeah, because... It's cold and I would yeah. like to be on an island in the Bahamas. But you know, it's like, I don't know. It's one of those things when you know, you know. And I don't know if anybody out there is listening understands. Because it's hard to explain what it that is means. Because neither one of us were looking for a relationship at the time. And yep. it just kind of fell into both of our laps. And it was just something that happened. How do you say? Organically. Organically. Yeah. We need like a chime for that. Organically. <laughs> and it's, you know, one of the best decisions I ever made. In my life, because look at everything that happened after that. We got married, bought a house. You accepted me with the fur baby. We yes. had our own fur baby. Yes. You know? My An credit, actual fur baby, not like a person. My credit baby. score went up. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. My insurance went down. <laughs> you know? And then we started this podcast. And this podcast really, truly is the mastermind of whatever's in your brain. And yeah. then it turned into an audio podcast. And anybody out there listening knows that the video podcast turned into an audio podcast. The audio podcast turned into two other podcasts. So if you're new or if you've been listening, then we just want to say thank you for taking the time to come out and listen to these episodes. Make sure you go check out the Porta the Lord podcast. Yes, and it's a sure, brand new one. Yeah, it's a brand new podcast that we have. And make sure you check out Mind If We Chat. Yes, Sarah. Lovely, lovely uh, Sarah. We are so thankful for all of our co-hosts that participate in all of these podcasts and make them actually happen. Um, they do a lot of research. They do a lot of, you know, background things and to make these podcasts happen. So we are yeah. very, 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 very thankful for them. Not just this week because it's Thanksgiving week, but all the time. And yeah. we can never say... An, enough good things about the people that we have under South by South. Yeah, in our corner who are supporting us and and willing to contribute and, and take the time. Cause you know, doing these podcasts isn't just, Oh, I want to do a podcast. Boom. I have a podcast. It's you need the equipment. 
Right. You need your co-hosts. You right. need your support system. You need your, uh, uh, who, who are you interviewing? Who's your guest? And then you need your location. You can't just be, you know. I mean, you can if yeah, you want yeah, to. Honestly, you can be anywhere, but, you know, you want to make sure it's audible. Right. And you can hear everything. And, and not just like wind blowing around in the background. Por dolor, mind if we chat, they're killing it. Yes. And we're so thankful for everything that you guys are doing. And thank you for wanting to work with us and, and trust us with touching your work. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, like your babies having us have access to them and release them on our platform. So make sure you go check all that stuff out. Make sure you go back, check out episode one of everything. Get caught up. Everything that, that we do and we talk to is by people, for people in the community. Yes. So it's our, so. It's our little um, humble abode. Yes. Podcast for the Southeast side, Northwest Indiana. Yes. And that's the best way to describe it. <laughs> so, yeah. So with that and being thankful and just. So thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Freddie. Thank yes. you, Jedi. And Maddie, Matt, Matt. Can't forget you, man. We love can't you. Can't forget you because you are one of the original OGs as well. So thank you guys for everything that Mike said and trusting us and being a part of South by Southeast. Yeah. So we're going on with the topic of being thankful. We're going to be here talking about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's this week. We know the weather's changing. The time went back. I know. Leaves it's so dark now. Falling all over the ground. I don't even think there's a lot of leaves left. I don't even know. You probably didn't pick them up, so you, you probably don't see them. bald ass tree sitting outside <laughs> my window right now and it. You know, one thing with this kind of weather is it does, as we're getting older, I do get that like uh, that depression, the seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. When it gets dark around 430, I'm kind of like, oh, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. Oh, I know. Because mm. when I get out of work, I'm like, man, it's not even daylight out anymore. I can't even do anything. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> Just go home and go to sleep. But at the same time, it's like perfect uh, counterbalance for that is that it's the you know, the festival season or not festival season, holiday season right? with Thanksgiving, with uh, Christmas and with New Year's. So you get to see all the decorations that are out. You get to celebrate with your family. You get to look forward to the hectic holidays that will keep you busy. And the next thing you know, it's February. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, or whatever. And we're about to get into March and go into spring. So it does move fast. And anybody who is dealing with depression, you know how, you know how it can be. It's just kind of like crippling. You don't want to do anything. You're just mm-hmm. like, oh, man. But hopefully it's just that uh, the seasonal depression. Hopefully. And with some hot chocolate and some conchas making <gasps> warm inside and just want to snuggle up with whoever and watch some television, catch up on some Netflix, do things like that. Yes. Because when I the think, holidays come around, it's going to be crazy. So you're not going to have a lot of time to really yeah, sit down and wind Yeah, I think we've down. already watched like two Christmas movies on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, we did. Brand new ones too, not even old school ones. Yeah, brand new ones. <laughs> and do you know that, okay, I did my research before this this episode that we're doing. This is going to be episode 53. 53. Because the last time that you guys even did an audio podcast. Like three years ago. Was our South by oh, Southeast the three anniversary. anniversary. <laughs> You're right. It was. I do remember that. <laughs> and we still have not been able to use what is the new addition in that room. Yeah, Matt hasn't even seen that thing. He hasn't even seen it. I'm pretty sure it's being used for storage right yeah, now. I was over there at the studio so. earlier today. And yeah, it's uh, it's kind of more of like a storage space. It's like a... At the moment. Echo, echo. Yeah, there's a lot of cobwebs <laughs> everywhere. And it's kind of like the reminiscence of what we had, like what we did last, I guess. Right, right like, exactly. Like that piece of gum that I put under the table still there. It better not I'm be there. I'm just kidding. It's a brand new table. I didn't do that. <laughs> You're not supposed to tell the secret. <laughs> no, it's a brand now new Matt thing. Now Matt knows. Uh, it's a brand new thing. You know, side, <laughs> it's a little small uh, tray. It's a tray table. <laughs> yeah. For everybody to use. But but you got yeah. to do them one at a time, though. But it's funny, though, because like as the podcast is progressing, we're buying stuff for it. So we're buying more microphones, we're buying more cables, more patch cables, you know, whatever. Uh, I bought new mic stands. And then like yeah. we just haven't. And honestly, it's more on me or like us because we're so busy with everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. It's hard to try to like stay on top of it. And if you're working five, six days a week when you have that one day off, I just want to be home. I just want to spend time with you. I just want to be with the dogs. Mm-hmm. I'd rather see the guys and hang out. Right. Than actually do work. Yeah. So that's all that is. But uh, again, I am grateful. <laughs> I mean, we're I really grateful. Am. We're grateful to be able to do those things for the other podcasts as well. So, I mean, <laughs> yes. if we didn't 
put in the work, they wouldn't be able to benefit off of that as well. That is true. And with the hard work that they put in, it helps the brand grow. We're it doing this keeps, all together. It's a circle. It just keeps it's, going and, re- uh, and building itself it's up. It's Ouroboros, you know, where the yeah. snake is eating itself. Exactly. We all we all do this. We work together to build this bigger and better. Because I think at the end of the day, we see the bigger picture that it's not about us. It's about, right. it's about you know, the cause, but for the community, right? right? Like, not necessarily that there's a void or whatever. There's other people doing similar stuff to what we're doing, but we just have a passion and we love where we're from or, you know, Freddie came this way. Right. Yeah. Freddie's here now. Like he's he's, in this world of us. Yeah. And he's all around the East side. Honestly, you would think he's born and raised on the East side. If you ever talk to him, this dude will tell you where to go. He'd be like, Oh, you want to go to Heine's on 103rd, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh, you want to go to long cars. Oh, you want to go to small world. He knows all the good spots now too. It's crazy, isn't it? It is. So we're doing this because we love our community. And uh, we're all doing it so we could grow the South by Southeast brand so we can make everybody proud and also log everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. If you want to know about the latest thing or something that's happened in the past, you could just see all the episodes on here. You could go on Facebook and go on YouTube and just check out all the past segments that we've been doing. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do want to get back to all the Thanksgiving things. Yeah, because of course. That's what we kind of came on here to do today because we haven't, well, I shouldn't say we because I'm not normally a guest on the podcast or on the audio podcast anyway. And I know everybody's going to be busy running around for Thanksgiving because it's a busy week. Some people, it's a three-day work week. Some people, it's a four-day work week. It's a zero-day work week for me. Yeah. Lucky. Very lucky. I got lucky this year. So I did plan out a little question and answer thing um, for us because I feel like, why not? Well, also, are we going to talk about like what we do traditionally as a family? I mean, we can. Like, like, because, you know, my side of the family is not really. Your side of the family is not very big on holidays in well, general. It's, it's <laughs> just like as busy as I am. My family is, you know, just as busy. My dad's a traveling musician. My mm-hmm. mom is his number one fan right there with him. So chances are they're booked for a gig around the holidays or on the holidays. Mm-hmm. So they're probably not going to be in town because at the end of the day, that's also a job for them. So, they right. pay bills. so it's not like they just don't want to be around. Um, my, one of my brothers is a workaholic. <clears throat> he doesn't, he'd rather be working. So he's kind of gone doing his thing. Right. And then my other brother spends a lot of time in New Jersey, New York, so he's always gone. And he's in a very holiday family. city. So our, yeah. So for <laughs> us, it's just in general trying to get together. It's like, we need to plan this thing out. Yeah. And it has to be not on the holiday. <laughs> yeah. And it needs to not be on the holidays. But your family, on the other hand, is completely opposite of what mine is. Yeah. My family is very, well, see, okay. <laughs> this goes back. Many, many years when my grandparents were still alive and everybody would get together for Thanksgiving and Christmas and we would all be at my grandma's house in Bush. And it it used to be like a huge, it wasn't a huge house. I'm sure it wasn't as big as what I thought it was because it was like when I was like five years old. Yeah, when you're smaller, everything seems bigger than what it was. Exactly. So to me, it was a two floor apartment that they were in. and all of our family would go there and it would be all of my mom's side of the family. So that's where we would spend the holidays most of with, was, was with my mom's family. Yeah. Um, so it'd be my grandparents, all of my aunts and uncles. I have, do I have to count how many I have? We'll just say 28. I 28 like a, sounds like, a, like, a, sounds a like real, the right number. Like a real Mexican family, you know, <laughs> you know, five aunts and uncles, six, seven, I don't know, somewhere around there. And then all of their kids would come and we were little. So we didn't really like, you know, you play with your, your cousins during Thanksgiving. So that started it. And then once we got older and then it turned into all the aunts and uncles, kids, families. So now that my mom is probably the only one who doesn't have any grandkids. (laughs) Sorry, mom. 
it's not going to happen here. Can ask your other two children. <laughs> but now that all of those kids have families, it's kind of branched off into that aunt and uncle has their kids' family. And then that aunt and uncle has their kids' family. So now our family is me, my mom, my sister's out in California. My brother lives with her. So it's our little family and then her sister's little family, which would be my aunt, my two cousins, and then their families. So <laughs> it's it's kind of a mixture of what it used to be. And it's now like evolved into something completely different. Yeah. Kind of. And I know when I first like really got accepted into this family, um, it was kind of like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like uh, not uncomfortable, but it was a difference from what I'm used what to doing. Because yeah. even when we would have our own holiday get together, it was just really simple. You eat, kind of relax, watch TV, and then you just go home. You know, where you guys right. are just kind of like, you guys have like a whole pre-party thing. You guys have like the party. Right. Then you guys have like a, a game thing that goes on. And well, then they're like. keep everybody entertained. I know, but I'm saying I've never <laughs> seen anything like this. And then there's like a break. And then like you guys just get back into it and like just hang out again. Or like you never break. You just hang out the whole time until someone's like, all right. Right. We're dipping out. We're leaving. Right. And then that'll trigger like a domino effect to like, oh, well, since they're going, then I guess we better go too. Cause then it turns into like, well, I don't want to overstay my welcome. And like, well, right. when are we supposed to leave? And then that turns into, okay, we're going to say goodbye now, but first <laughs> we're going to pick up some leftovers so that we can have for the next day. <laughs> yeah. And there's always a whole bunch of leftovers with you guys. Yes. Like everybody is. brings more than enough food, which is also awesome. And my mother loved this woman to death, but she does not cook. Nobody knows how to make for just, two people in my family. There's like, I think I posted something on my story the other day. I'm like, I have no idea how to make for one person, more or less two. <laughs> so there's, that's why there's a whole huge casserole tray of food yep. that I know how to make. And it's because my family does not know how to make for just one person. Yeah, you're right. Your mom <laughs> says that all the time. Like I made these, uh, whatever, albundi guys and I got like enough for 20 people. Right. Because I don't know how to make it just for two or one. Right. And then she made um galo the galo de res yeah when i was sick and sh she literally had two oh, pots i remember that two pots of galo de res because she does not know how to make <laughs> for one even though she only has like two three people at her house at any given time but it's because we don't know how to make for one person. So that's why there's always leftovers. There's always food for the next day. And then you get mad at me because you're like, you're never even going to eat that. And I'm like, uh, yes, I am. If it's masticholi, potato salad, potatoes and turkey, that will definitely get eaten. Yeah. I'm like more into the ham. I think it kind of works <laughs> out because you like the turkey and I'm more into the ham. Yes. So there's always enough for whatever it is that we want to eat yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. then like you said we love your mother but <laughs> oh, she my goodness. she wouldn't she wouldn't she would probably cater yeah That's yeah my mom does style. not she so my mom at growing up she made food she always made breakfast lunch dinner whatever when she could because then she, she was working as well but um once she retired and this woman <laughs> retired she's like i'm done man she's been <laughs> retired for like 15 years maybe really yeah so uh, there's just a certain point where she's like i'm not cooking anymore you guys are all grown <laughs> you have your girlfriends you know what i'm saying like they could cook for you and if she does cook you know we all gotta just hurt let's just say you know the saying if you don't use it you lose it <laughs> okay your poor mom. Yeah. Because I remember that she one time. she doesn't really listen to her podcast. <laughs> well, that one time, what did she do? I don't know if she, she was, I know it was the, uh, the, the biscuits. I remember well, it was the biscuits. No, that was, that was the red lobster biscuits that she made that turned into pancakes. Yeah. And then there was another she was, year. She's like, sorry, I put too much water in it or whatever. <laughs> like, oh so God. they were pancakes that tasted like, they were pancakes that tasted like uh, the red lobster biscuits. Which I mean, is still good, but. It's just a different form of them, I guess. <laughs> but there was another year that she made instant mashed potatoes. Um, soup? 
that was soup. Very soupy. That was very soupy. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> woman tries best she can. She does. And I love her. And I think there was a one year when the casino had the, uh, or was that just me and you that did it? I, I think say that I did was it just me them. and you because there was one year, it was during COVID that we didn't go anywhere. I want to say my mom did the same, like something similar, basically just catered for Thanksgiving mm. and it worked out because, you know, she didn't have to sit over the stove for X amount of hours and have all those dishes built up outside of what we're eating on. Mm-hmm. So I think, and honestly, that's what we did at that one year, like we're just saying right now, and it worked out because the food was good. It was already made. It was already prepped. We didn't have to do anything. But that year, like you said, it was just COVID. It was just me and you. So it is a little bit different. Right. Same, was. same, but different. But yeah, I love my mother to death, but uh, I do not want to eat her food anymore. <laughs> so yes, that is how our families <laughs> differ for holidays. Oh, and then, oh no, we won't talk about Christmas because it's not Christmas yet. No, but not Thanksgiving yet. is definitely a big holiday where each of, well, this year we can look forward to turkey and ham. What about rum ham? There might be a rum ham. Mm. I don't know. I like rum ham. I'm making masticholi. There's also going to be sweet potatoes, mashed potatoes, deviled eggs, which I know is one of your favorites. That's just something as a kid I always had to steal. Yeah. Like take one or two or five. I mean, I could probably make some before we leave here, but I can't guarantee that because I don't know how long my masacholi is going to take. <laughs> so that you can look forward to that. And then I know that we're going to get pies. Delicious, yes. delicious pies. The tradition, I don't know. I don't even know if it's a South Side thing or whatever, but I think a lot of the people that I know, they go to Baker Square for their pies. I mean, everybody used to when there used to be a lot of Baker Squares around. Yeah. But now that they're like are in few between. I don't know how many people actually get them anymore. And we're lucky enough to be close to one where we can still get those delicious Baker Square pies. Hmm. And we almost lost that too. We did almost lose that. <laughs> so I'm also I'm also thankful for that. I don't want to say Square. where it is because I don't want them to run out of my pies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there's obviously only like a couple locations left. So you can probably figure it out. <laughs> yeah, if you just Google it, you will fi- <laughs> find it. It's not that this is a 2022. Hard, this is a 1994. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so do you want to go with yeah, I see the first a, question? There's a question. I see there's a, I've been uh, given a list to prepare for this episode. <laughs> Let me start from the top here real quick in case people don't know what Thanksgiving is. Thanksgiving is a is a national holiday celebrated in, on various dates in Canada, United States, some of the Caribbean islands, and Liber- <laughs> Liberia. Liberia. I was about to say like <laughs> Liber. Liberia. Liberia. <laughs> but it began as a day of giving thanks uh, for the blessing of the harvest. So there you go. Thanksgiving. And similarly named festival holidays to occur in Germany and Japan. So I know that my mom had a qualm with calling Thanksgiving Thanksgiving, but it doesn't necessarily mean like the first Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is a word that is used outside of pilgrims and Indians. <laughs> yeah. And us, we didn't know that. No, until right now when like we just how, read it. Yeah, how would we? They teach you in school. It's you know, pilgrims and Indians sitting at a table. Yeah, it says although Thanksgiving has historical roots in religious and cultural traditions, it has long been celebrated as a secular holiday as well. See, so it's not just about pilgrims and Indians. Nope. Good to know. But all right, let's go to uh, the more you know. The first conversation <laughs> piece. Um. Is, uh, well, what does Thanksgiving mean to you? So I'm going to say that Thanksgiving doesn't only mean pilgrims and Indians. <laughs> we just said that. <laughs> <laughs> we literally just went over all these questions. What are we going to do now? <laughs> <laughs> we just answered everything on here. <laughs> <laughs> it was all in one breath. You're moving too fast, babe. So that's what happens when you prepare for an episode for, about Thanksgiving. <laughs> You know how to enunciate and say things about Thanksgiving. 
Anyway, well, Thanksgiving means to me is just, I feel like bringing together people in your family that haven't necessarily been together throughout the year and making sure that they know that you're thankful for them, not just on that day, but always in general, because you wouldn't have a family if you weren't around them. I mean, that doesn't necessarily have to be family. It can be friends or people who you see as part of your inner circle or family or whatever you want to consider close beings that you know. Cooper is thankful as well. He's kicking me over. (laughs) Yeah, he's thankful that we don't kick him off the bed every night and make him sleep in his own bed. That's what he's thankful for. He sure is. (laughs) So let's see. Um, That's the second one. You want me to ask the second one? Yeah, because I have an answer for it already. Because I'm prepared. You're looking ahead. Because I'm prepared for this Thanksgiving episode as well. You're not the only one. I feel like you're going to just answer the same question that I just did. What do you know about Thanksgiving? Well, I know that Thanksgiving (laughs) is not just all about pilgrims and Indians. I think that's going to be the quote of the day. (laughs) I also know Thanksgiving is celebrated on the second Monday of October (laughs) in Canada. Oh, yeah, that it is. Yeah. That is. And on the fourth Thursday of November in the United States. (laughs) (laughs) I read it in a book. I mean, this isn't really a book. It's like a screenshot, (laughs) but sure, we could go with that. (laughs) What? Don't kill my vibe. (laughs) But, uh, but honestly, I don't really know a lot about Thanksgiving. Like, like the, I'm not a, like, like my brother historic, like, like a history buff. Mm -hmm. I don't honestly don't know anything about Thanksgiving. Maybe you should learn. Maybe, maybe that should be one of my next books that I read. Yeah, but don't get about don't get a book about Thanksgiving with pilgrims and Indians. Nah. <laughs> so these questions are kind of weird. It's kinda, is it okay if I? Yeah, jump around. Do whatever you got to do. Okay, so I'm gonna. This is a question, but I'm gonna kind of ask it in my own way. But basically, what foods do you usually eat for Thanksgiving? But what I was saying, I already know the answer because you're my wife. Uh, and you've been to like ten Thanksgivings already. Yeah, <laughs> uh, turkey or ham. And why? That's your question to me? Yes. So I prefer, ooh, that should be the next question on our, on our uh, stories. I'm going to do that for when this posts tomorrow. So my preference would be turkey. And the reason for that is because I don't eat ham. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) does that answer your question (laughs) yeah it does thanks it's like uh, clueless or it's like I really like this Prada bag or whatever she says but I I don't know about this one like oh that's because you don't have a no that was 10 things I hate about you where she's like I really like my Prada bag but I like my whatever bag more but when whatever else she said, I'm pretty sure that was 10. She goes, that's because you don't have a Prada bag or yeah. whatever. She's like, oh, yeah. I feel like you just answered that. But I don't eat I don't eat a lot of pork. And when I do, it's usually greasy pork that I can't, that I don't know that it is pork. Carnitas. Yeah, exactly. And my mom, from what I know, has made like one of the most tastiest, delicious hams. At least that's what everybody tells me. But I couldn't confirm or deny that because I've honestly never had it. Maybe when I was like five, she gave it to me, but that's when chewed up and spit it out and like I was like, what is this? (laughs) This is not turkey. (laughs) You're like, there's no rum in this. (laughs) (laughs) All right, go ahead. So you could just scroll down to any conversation piece, I guess, because we're gonna be here forever. Yeah, we don't we don't have to ask all of these questions. It was just more or less like what we can talk about. And don't put me on the spot like too hard. I'm not, I'm not that prepared. <laughs> I'll just two paragraphs. Okay, prepared. here we go. Here we go. Well, maybe not because I don't think that you have a really good memory, but what's your worst Thanksgiving memory? <laughs> what? <laughs> Probably the first time my mom 
decided to cook after not cooking. And, and then we all had to sit potatoes. there and, and like be like, hmm, because, you know, we're grateful. These <laughs> mashed potatoes are so good. I and, and you know what? Them. I grew up on stovetop stuffing. So no matter what, that was always like the go to for me. Mm-hmm. So my mom cannot ruin that for me. Uh, I didn't even know there was like an actual stuffing until I met you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just like whatever that came in a box in a red box that whatever I don't even know how you made you were it, like where's the stuffing yeah and you're like uh, it's in the like, turkey it's I'm like, oh, right there why is it in the turkey <laughs> <laughs> but uh you learned so many new things when you I came really did to my and I'm grateful for that but uh yeah I think that would probably be like we've never had like a an argument or anything crazy happening during Thanksgiving I would just have to say it's probably and god bless my mother's soul <laughs> she's trying the best she can you know she still has her crock pot and, and pans from 1993 or whatever <laughs> you know they're they're sauteed and seasoned from the food that she used to make but um yeah if you don't use it you lose it mama and uh you try and i love you to death and i'll always eat your dry <laughs> turkey and soupy mashed potatoes or whatever you got going on because i love you and that's what a good son does is that why you're number one? I am number one. Ask anybody. Ask my brothers. They know it. That's a whole other podcast, right? That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My turn. Yep. Um, hmm. These are some really random questions. <laughs> I think that was kind of the point. I don't like it. I don't like it. What musician or type of music are you most thankful for and why? Um, so I actually did think about that. Not prior to this, not prior to this, uh, I, not prior to these questions, I guess, but I was thinking about it because, um, a year came up for one of our, close friends of his death and I was actually thinking about Teach the Fire and how grateful I am for that band because if I hadn't learned of them then I probably never would have met you damn that's true so it was just kind of like a reflection of everything that Frank was and how he was part of Teach the Fire and just like thinking back and listening to the music of Teach the Fire. And it's like, wow, you know, I met them at a Battle of the Bands, like however many years ago, probably when we first started Battle of the Bands. At least 10, 11 years ago. And so if I had never met or got introduced to Teach the Fire and their bluesy rock kind of genre than I never would have met my husband, which that's, is crazy. <laughs> and that's come to think of it, out of all the groupies that I met. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just stirring the pot here. Guys. I'm grateful. Today I am grateful that my wife isn't going to beat me after I hit stop on this podcast. <laughs> These are forced laughs. <laughs> But no, man, I mean, let's go off subject real quick. Teach the Fire was a time in my life where um, I was kind of over playing, right? Like, or like, I don't know, there's a, there's a certain point where, you know, this is fun. This is great, but you got to grow up and put your big boy pants on, mm-hmm. right? I got to get a job. I got to do whatever. And I got lucky and I fell into the entertainment industry where I was, you know, becoming an audio engineer. I didn't know it at the time, but I'm I'm in this industry. I'm helping set up shows and. I'm kind of mixing like small local bands or whatever, right? I'm doing my own thing. <clears throat> and uh, you go see bands on weekends mm-hmm. for the most part. You go Friday, Saturday. And I was like, I don't have time to do any music. I don't have time to do to do that because I'm doing this thing that I also like. It doesn't feel like work when you're having fun. So I was happy with it for the long time. I'm not going to drum anymore. I'm done. Like, mm-hmm. I'm cool. And then Frank and Rudy asked me, or they asked me to record. And... uh I just saw something in them. Like, man, they're having fun. There's a three-piece band and they're doing some cool shit. And it's interesting. 
I'll record them. I'll have some fun. So I was right. kind of like for a short period of time recording. It's almost as if I was that extra member because I'm, I'm not writing the songs, but I'm listening to them and I'm getting to know them and I'm hearing them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, you know, these parts are cool. I like that or whatever. Right. I'm like part of their little temporary circle because they got to see me for X amount of hours a day or whatever. And then um, Frank was drumming at the time and singing and then he wanted to play guitar and something happened where the guitar player left or whatever happened, whatever the case may be. It doesn't even matter. But Rudy asked me, hey, would you be down to jam and be part of this? And originally, I was still sticking to my guns. Like, Rudy, I, don't, I really don't have time. I'm working all the time, whatever, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> and then I don't know if he asked me again or I gave it some thought. And I was kind of like, man, if you're talking about just jamming and getting together every once in a while, I'm down. Because the songs are good. Right. And I could, I could see myself playing. And then there was just something that happened, that dynamic of getting these, us three guys in a small, tiny room. Yeah, because those rooms were small back then. It was like eight (laughs) feet by like four feet. It was tiny. I don't know how we fit in there. Sweating it out in the summertime, just rocking out. And the amount of noise that we made with the music, like the actual music, not like us making an impact on the scene yet, but what was coming out of the amps and out of the drums and the noise that was being produced out of three people just blew my mind. Mm -hmm. It's like, holy shit. Like we have something really cool here. And then that's when my mind switched to like, I'm working in the industry. I know these people. We could book some shows. I've done some touring. <laughs> I, I could kind of treat this as like, like a machine, right? And, right, and it right. worked out. It did. We were playing shows every weekend. We played two shows a weekend. We were playing here. We were playing there. All in the city, all on the South Side. And it just turned into like, we had this little like ball of energy. And then within all that happening, of course, I met you and changed my life forever. That's insane. So, yeah, see, I didn't really prepare for that question, but in just thinking about Frank and knowing that it was his one year that we've lost him, yeah, it just kind of made me realize I wouldn't have known any of these guys if it weren't for me stumbling upon being part of Battle of the Bands and listening to Teach the Fire. Yeah. So that's crazy that that question even came up because I didn't even see that one, but (laughs) I guess I was prepared, but not really prepared at the same time. Yeah. And, you know, we miss Frank every day. Love that guy to death. And he knows, he knows that we loved him and that we would do anything to, you know, to make him better or whatever we could do to make him feel comfortable. We would do it. And we jammed for a little bit and hung out with him. and And I'm not really good with any of that, like separation or just, anything when it comes to those type of things i I choose to just like back away and stay away from it i don't do good emotionally you don't (laughs) with those kind of things and in my head it's just better if i just kind of like do something else but you know i try to see him as much as i can uh considering you know i'm fucking busy all the time but i definitely go pay my respect and he's on my wall he's on the wall here he is on the wall he is he will be forever a part of our family forever a part of our hearts and memories and we will always keep him alive whether it be through us through the podcast through the artisan fire yeah through all of it yeah that's the thing and and it's not i didn't just meet frank from the recording process we went to high school together i met him when he was in a pop punk band uh, this is literally a kid that i grew up with like this is somebody that i became a man with i would say and mm-hmm. I wasn't his best friend or, you know, don't know all of his secrets, but I was definitely a part. We were a part of each other's childhood and we mm-hmm. would go to parties and we would hang out on the stoop, drink beers, just hang out and relax, catch up and do stuff like that. And it just, it sucks, man. It definitely does. I know that not only we miss him, but Rudy and Amanda and Dana and his family as well. You know, we all miss him. And we're all thankful to have known him for the times that we did. Yeah. <laughs> so we know you're listening, Frank. No, you are still being missed and thought of. And like every time I touch everything. that guitar, it's like, you know, there's a little bit of Frank with me there. You know what of I'm saying? Of course. So, and, and honestly, like after everything that happened and went down with that, I, I can't really see myself playing drums. Um, I can't, I can't see myself drumming with anybody unless it was like Rudy who was involved. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like in general, I'm already picky on who I play with. 
because I don't want, I don't see myself as like trying to be a real like musician and getting famous and stuff. So in my head, if I'm going to get together with a group of people and we're going to put ourselves in a room, I kind of, I'd rather be with people that I know or knew within the past right. five years or whatever, you know? So the idea of like sitting behind a drum set and playing some music, I, I can't see it. It's, it's, it's a really tough one for me to, to even think about. Yeah. And I don't see you doing that either, only because of what you've already started. And I think, like I tell you, <laughs> you're not going to be a drummer anymore. I'm taking all your drums away, <laughs> throwing them away. <laughs> Still, we just had this conversation. I'm still a drummer. I still want to play, but like tucked away in my room, jamming to some shit. I just don't want to be committed to anything in that aspect. As a drummer. As a drummer. And right now with the Artists and Fire, the whole thing came to be because of Frank. It was a bunch of us who grew up together and were in high school and we didn't talk to each other. And unfortunately, these kind of things, you know. I'm already getting emotional. They bring you together, you know, and they it's do. unfortunate, but Frank brought us together in that sense of, uh, we're like, let's do something for him. And what's the best thing we could do is, you know, honor him. Yeah. And pay a tribute to him in a way that you guys know that he would appreciate because it's the best <clears throat> of everyone in that band. I don't I want to like. talk about it anymore, honestly. It's, it's, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't like it. But we're well, doing this for okay. Frank and it's because we love you. But we will get to an episode where I do want to interview the artist in fire eventually. And it doesn't have to necessarily mean, you know, going and digging deep into that. <laughs> oh my God. We'll all be crying on that episode. <laughs> all then of us. We'll every single it, one of us. We'll make it an audio one. So even oh, if man. you guys do... You won't see it. Yeah. But uh, there's just too, man, there's too much to, to just say. Like, man, from outside of being a, a guitar player, songwriter, his tones, what he produced with his hands. And it's really like that cliche saying of like, I know some of the Teach the Fire songs because I can play guitar. But the way I play it is not, it doesn't sound like Teach the Fire because there truly is something magical within your hands and your setup and your tone, right? Like I could grab his guitar and play, but the way that the, the amount of pressure, the way he's holding this right. pick. It's not going to sound the same it's as not gonna sound when the same. he plays it versus when you play and it. I don't know if a lot of people understand that, but um, I've been grateful enough to play with him and to hear the kind of stuff that he does and not necessarily mimic it, but know that, because I'm really a drummer. So if I'm going to play guitar, I kind of have an idea of what a good tone is and then figure it out from there. And I've been in recording sessions with him and I've kind of just like cheated and looked at him and see how he's playing. Right. And then I got to listen to those tracks back. So there's a lot of inspiration that comes from that guy and other people that I know too. And I'm not just going to say Frank is like my inspiration for playing guitar, right. but I've definitely played with him long enough to know that these are little things that he does that I can steal, right? Like to, to put in my arsenal and play. So that's what I'm saying. Like it gets really emotional when I play because he's part of that process of like, not only why are we together, but how I play as well. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit of Frank, a little bit of Tony, a little bit of, you know, Jim Atkins from what I see on Jimmy World and, and whatever other inspirations that I listen to. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's crazy. So is it my turn? Because yeah. I think you yeah, gave I'm me that gonna, one. <laughs> I'm just going to cry over here for a couple more minutes. You did that to yourself because mm. you asked that question. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> it was a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> I did it to myself. Um, so I switched to different questions. I don't know if you want me to send this link to you. No, whatever. Just what does it say off the cuff? Um, as Cooper shakes, I forget where it was. Oh, here. If you could invent a holiday, what would it be called and what would it celebrate? <laughs> uh, I don't even know if something like that exists, like a peace day. It might, you know, like, I don't know if that's a, that's a thing, but I like I'm huge. I'm super passive. I don't know if, if you guys talk to me or know me or whatever, but like I don't have the time or the energy to deal with drama, bad energy. For the most part, I'm just super chill. And I just want to like whatever we're on our job site, let's just get it done and let's go home the fastest and the safest way. So I would say if there's like a day of peace, which could be like 
not necessarily everybody get along, but it's like do whatever it is that you want to do with your group of people. So if you want to go on a road trip and you want to go uh, follow Paramore for three shows <laughs> in Canada, <laughs> in Canada, and that's, you know, that's your thing. That's what makes you happy. I feel like there should be, I guess, would that be a day though? Or would that be like, I mean, you can't really sum that traveling to, right, to that's see what Paramore that's what I'm in three days. But whatever, but like your, your peace thing, right? If you're like, whatever brings you peace. Yeah. Gardening. I want to plant three trees. Yeah. whatever that day and that you have could, a group yeah, you could do that you know whatever your yoga thing mm-hmm. your music thing whatever that would be that brings you peace and that's what i mean if we all get along that's great but right. realistically that's never going to happen right so yeah some kind of i don't know how to we got to come up with a name like peace. A peace day peace day peace and no. then everybody just drinks peace tea oh yeah they have different sponsored, flavors right? sponsored peace by peace tea sponsored by peace tea we could try to make that happen yeah we uh we definitely know people <laughs> who can make that happen right um okay <laughs> uh for you i guess when when we have thanksgiving what is the what is the part about thanksgiving that you look forward to um i think the part that i look most forward to is making something for my family that I'm going to be with that they enjoy. And I've come to find that it's usually only like two dishes. <laughs> Is <that> the taco <laughs> salad? <laughs> Which I am okay with because I can, you know, master them and cut time off, cut times off here and there because I make them so often. But I think knowing that my family enjoys what I make brings me happiness because that's like oh my gosh you're gonna eat all of my food and i gotta take it home <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think it is pretty cool that like every uh family member essentially has uh look i wasn't gonna say a, a goal but like they have their thing right mm-hmm. your nina has the amazing little burritos yes your sister had the, the casserole yes you have the uh the, I got two in my arsenal. You have the uh, the the, uh, the taco salad. The taco salad is my favorite. <laughs> okay, and then the cookies. You know, we had we had the cookies, and mm-hmm. everybody has something that they bring to the table that everybody loves and looks forward to. Right, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I think that's what I definitely look forward to most. Damn, for our holiday, whether it be Thanksgiving or Christmas. Honestly, for Christmas, and I know it's off topic, but I, I with your family and I've never done it before. Was that the, what is that? The white elephant? The white elephant. Yeah. I always thought that was cool because you could just bring anything. Like I got that heated blanket. I got a heated blanket one year. That we ended up using and needing <laughs> yeah. for Lily, I yeah. think. And then I got the, uh, the can opener that ended up being your cousin's dad's. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's cool. Cause it's like. I feel like that's a lot of responsibility to hold on to that. I feel like <laughs> it, usually, typically, that'd be a kind of gift that somebody gives you and you're like, ah, whatever, right? Like, it's, it's can opener, like, if, if I lose it or whatever, but it's like, Right, but shit. now, because it holds, like, a sentimental value, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, like, that's a lot of pressure for someone like me to hold <laughs> on to something like that. And I, I obviously, I don't have it, like, behind, like, a emergency glass or anything, but right. it's definitely something that it's never going to be thrown away. It's never going to, just like this i know where it is right you know and it's just there yeah and we're gonna probably have it when we move into our next house and <laughs> the next house after that and when we go to the retirement home it's gonna be there yep i'm like no i can't live without the can opener <laughs> yeah. like what let's what put it this way about? if this house ever set fire i would have to run in <laughs> save the dogs my guitars and that goddamn can opener what about me you're at work oh <laughs> <laughs> Glad you had an answer for that. <laughs> All right, let's just do a couple more questions here. Okay. Um, what piece or pieces of advice would you pass on to the next generation as they establish their own Thanksgiving traditions? Oh, man. Well, you definitely have to establish um, the ham. To me, the ham, the ham and the turkey. The rum ham? The rum ham. The, 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 and the pies. 
I feel like if you don't have the right selection of pies, <laughs> if your turkey is too dry and your ham just, to me, I like the pineapple ham, ham, but if it's not like flavorful, to me, that's, that's the core foundation of your Thanksgiving. Everything after that, I think will follow suit as far as like everyone getting, everybody wants to get together and they want to have a good time. Mm-hmm. But you, to me, you don't want to have that awkward moment where people are eating mushy soup. And they're like. Soupy, soupy. What do they say? Mushy soup. Soupy <laughs> mashed potatoes. Because it just gets awkward. You're like, uh, <laughs> what, are, what are we supposed to do with this? Yeah. So just make it. Make, if the food's good, everything else will follow in my head. Okay. <laughs> If the food isn't good, it'll still be fine. But people will be talking behind your back. They'll be talking Let's shit. Let's just say this. Next year, you you won't be making mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like God. Jerry. When Jerry gets in trouble, he's on sticker duty. Yep. You know? Jerry gets sticker duty. Yeah. You won't be making mashed potatoes. You'll be washing dishes at the end of the, <laughs> at the, end of the night while everyone's watching the game and having a good time. Like, what's, what's <laughs> happening? Nothing. Are you done with those stickers? No. Don't worry about it then. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, since you since you taught me this, let's talk about how do you know portion sizing? Because usually it's the end of the year. People are on this uh, Planet Fitness gets the most money that they ever ever seen. Of in, course. For the year, right? They mm-hmm. hit their quota. Um, and everyone's like, I can't, maybe this, I'll eat a lot because after this, I'm going to the gym and <laughs> starting my diet. Um, how do you know? When you've uh, your limit of eating, <laughs> and you tell me this because this is a scientific, we've read it in a book. Oh my gosh! So I never even noticed this until I read it, and I was like, "Oh my god, that is very true." Because it's happened to me, and I know that it's happened. So your everybody's body is supposed to know when they've had enough when your nose starts dripping and that's not just from eating the chile no and the peppers no okay? that's just you're eating macaroni you're and eating all of turkey. a sudden your nose starts to get what drippy. Is it? drippy like runny 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 when your nose starts to get runny is like oh nope push it back <laughs> <laughs> i'm done <laughs> so that's when i usually uh, I, what I say to your family is I have a conference call. Somebody very important is calling me and oh I need gosh, to step away for this. 10 to 15 minutes. <laughs> okay. And, uh, you know, you just go use the washroom, reset, <laughs> wait 10 minutes, and then bam, you eat more. <laughs> and then you get your second plate and then you wait till your nose starts running again. It's, it's like a vicious cycle. It's like a rinse and repeat. <laughs> Especially at my family's house. Yeah. Because it's like you get the first plate and it's like everything you want or that you have room for on on your plate. And then the second time around, it's like, oh, that was really good. That was really good. I'm going to have yeah, some now more you of know, that. Now you know what to get more of, right? Uh, exactly. <laughs> but then it could also be, oh, but I missed that pasta salad that I didn't get. So that's going to come on the second plate too. Unless you get a bowl with like your first plate, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have, you know, my pasta salad in a bowl on the side from my actual plate. <laughs> so, yeah, that is how you know that you've had enough at your Thanksgiving dinner this year. You know what that is? What is that? Science, bitch. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is science, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> So I had, to, I had to drop some breaking bad on you guys there. <laughs> okay, one more question. Or, or, you know, I'll, I'll ask the last question because I guess it's uh, it's only proper if I let you finish the question. So ask me one question since I already opened my mouth. And now I ask you one more. And then we'll call it a day. All right, let's see. Are we going to have like a clock? I mean, at this point, it's going to be like five hours later. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll make up one because I, I kind of know what I want to ask. Mm-hmm. What living or past musician would you want 
at your Thanksgiving dinner table? Holy shit. Living or, or deceased? Just one person? Just one. That's hard, man. It has to be one because you can only bring one back. Or you can only bring one and fly them out. Right. That's too hard. It would be uh, AP <laughs> from Gemini Syndrome. <laughs> Isn't he the one who liked your who liked your, uh, he did. So your picture on, you, on Instagram? If you guys follow my personal page, I posted a picture of me saying like whatever. I was covered in motor oil. And uh, the music that I was playing was from this amazing band called Gemini Syndrome that I follow and I love a lot. And You're the, like their number one fan girl. And, and the bass player liked it. He liked it. He it. liked it at your picture. He liked it in my picture. <laughs> and then I called him out on it. And then he liked it in that too. Oh my gosh. And AP, his name is Alessandro. Alessandro. Paveretti. He's a little Italian man. Little Italian guy from Italy. And uh, he's he really is. I can imagine if he was here for Thanksgiving, <laughs> we would be having a blast with him. <laughs> the way he treats Lily, our dog. He just like looks at her and he like pats her head. He's like, good doggy. Good doggy. <laughs> <laughs> he'd, he'd be talking. And I think that'd be a fun time. But uh, of course, I would like my whole Gemini family to be here with us celebrating. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's a really hard, hard, hard question. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I've, I've never really been a fanboy of like musicians. I've always know, just liked it's music. It's so weird because like I can fangirl over a whole bunch of musicians and be like so they're just a regular person yeah well because to me it's not about it's not about i mean obviously the music is someone's you know brain or whatever that that they they envision but to me it's about the music as a collective not about a person making the music so same thing goes i don't listen to lyrics which is kind of weird so i do so like names of songs and what songs mean it doesn't matter to me to me it's all about the melody and the music and the the way that song makes me feel. So hanging out with somebody famous, past or present. I don't know, man. That's that's a really, really hard. Right now I'm on a Jimmy E Road kick. <laughs> so maybe Jim Atkins, just to hang out yeah. and like pick his brain. I'm like, hey, why don't you check out my XFX and give me your files? <laughs> so I could have your I'll buy your your signature guitar and you give me your files and I could sound like you guys from like the first two albums and my futures and uh Bleed American, and I'll be happy. And I'll give you rum ham turkey. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Let's compromise here. (laughs) Oh my God. But even Jimmy World, they're, they're, to me, they're a big band, but to them, they're still on the, you know, they're like an older emo band that came out in the early 2000s. So they don't see themselves as a big band right now. They're more of an opener act for an arena band. Mm -hmm. When we go see them, they're playing 2000 cap rooms. Right. But he's definitely seems like he's a down to earth person. And, uh, I follow him on YouTube and he seems like he'd be just just hanging out, <laughs> just there. Just a, like a regular person. Maybe Prince. But I that, said one. But I feel like I feel like if Prince came, we'd have to like, <laughs> I'd have to get like all dressed up and shit. You'd have to wear eyeliner. I'd have to wear eyeliner. <laughs> he'd want to play basketball. <laughs> I'd be shirts and he'd be blouses. But yeah, that's a tough question. I don't, I'm, I'm not into like musicians like that. So let's just say Jim Atkins because I already said it. <laughs> but you also said AP. <laughs> AP. And you also said Prince. But AP's like, he's like a friend. I could actually invite him. So that's like a, it's like a cheating win. <laughs> you know, like I get, I get that one. Okay. Let me ask you the last question. Yes. Now it's your turn. <laughs> Man, I don't know what to ask. I think I had an idea and I already forgot. But um, well, what do you what do you prefer, uh, Christmas or Thanksgiving, and why? <sighs> so, I think I prefer Thanksgiving only because I feel like Christmas is a little bit more sad. And for like a really long time, I never really was excited to be celebrating Christmas because like my grandma wasn't there. My grandpa wasn't there. It didn't really feel the same anymore. And I think up until we moved into our house and I got my own black Christmas tree was when I started (laughs) enjoying Christmas again. Yeah. But Thanksgiving has always been 
the holiday that I look forward to like year in and year out because we get to eat so much and we get to spend time with family and, you know, see people that we haven't seen in maybe a couple months. Like yeah. my cousin Bobby, who's who has an episode, Sergeant Cousin Bobby. Um because yeah, he's, he's always working. Always he's always working. working the holidays or he's Yeah, but he'll always reserve. make it a point to step in for whatever an hour, 45 right. minutes, whatever you can do and then exactly. get back to work. Yeah. So I think that that's probably I I would choose Thanksgiving over Christmas any 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 year. Okay. I like that answer. I respect it. <laughs> and, and I can't wait for Christmas this year because I get to put up my black Christmas tree. <laughs> I remember when you got you're like, "Oh my god, Mike, babe, I got the tree. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. And then it showed up and I was like, that's fucking dark. Like, It's beautiful. But you know what? And, and if anybody ever doubts or like, it's like a black Christmas tree. It actually really looks nice with when it's decorated and all the lights are on it. You can't even tell that it's black. No. It looks really nice. And I'll give you can't you tell that it's black until you turn on the lights, like room lights. Right. That's the only way that you really know that it's Yeah, black. no, it looks really nice. I was actually like, holy shit. We got a nice Christmas tree. Yes, it's beautiful. I love it. All right, well, going back to Thanksgiving, we do have some cool stuff to announce that's going to be going on for Thanksgiving. Yes, this year we will be in collaboration with Cal City Bakery again. Um, by the time this comes out, I will hopefully have posted the post for a free pumpkin pie. Thanks to Cal City Bakery and thank you to Peps. I don't know if he listens to these episodes, but if he does, we are very, very thankful for him and participating in this giveaway every year. Um, So if you or you know of a family in need, I stress in need because that is what we are looking for, for families who are not as fortunate this time of year. Um, so for anybody who is in need of a dessert for their Thanksgiving dinner, please message us and let us know. And I will respond back with a coupon for said pumpkin pie. Yeah. That one's always really tricky because we don't ever want to be in anybody's business like that. Right. But at the same time, we want to make sure that whoever this pie, cause that's a limited number yes, of pies. Yes, it's very limited. We, so, we can't just be like, we have a thousand pies. We could give right. everybody a pie. We really want to make sure that if you're in need and you like seriously cannot we want to make your thanksgiving as easy and the way the way it should be right right so if you can't afford a pie if you've just been working so much or whatever happens somebody got injured or some whatever the case may be mm-hmm. and uh, you need some help we would love to help you but we do not want to be taking advantage of yes advantage of trying to say this the next way possible right yes. like if you really need a pie we're more than willing to give it to you but we're only limited with how many we have. So we want to make sure those who get it really need it. Right. Exactly. So, uh, so look out for that post and message. Yes. Uh, what is it? The, the social media pages and our pod and our uh, podcast email. It's going to be on Facebook only. Okay. Because I feel like Instagram is a little bit more broad of a reach. platform. Yeah. So Facebook only, if you are in our vicinity, vicinity, um, and able to get to the Burnham Calumets, Cal City Bakery in Calumets. Oh no, I'm saying that wrong. <laughs> if you're able to get to the Cal City Bakery on Burnham in Calumet City, then you can um, message us. And yeah, and all that information will be in the details yes. when you message us. If I mess that up again, then yeah, it'll be it'll be in the post. Yeah, and then... Uh, <laughs> Correct. So you will get like a special uh, message that will have something for you to go and get it. And we give them your name and everything. So it is all like organized and it's really easy to go in, get your pie and then walk out. And then hopefully you can pick up some donuts or slice of cake, slice of uh, tres leches. I love it. They're cake donuts. Yeah. But uh, Cooper's over here going crazy. Yeah. I'm trying not to get him to knock over your... Little setup over there, but yeah, but I think that's everything that that we have to cover. Is there anything else you want to uh, talk about? 
Um, no, I think I just want to say thank you again to all of our listeners, all of our viewers, everybody that likes the pages on Instagram and Facebook. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for any up-to-date content that we may post there. Um, there's a little bit more content on Instagram than there is on Facebook. So you might want to go and follow that too. Um, thank you to our co-hosts that are on the other podcast. Mind if we chat? Sarah, um, Por El Dolor with Freddie and Jedi. Make sure to listen out for them. And of course, all of our wonderful patrons that we could not do any of this without. Um, and I want to give a special shout out to Cal City Bakery for always coming to us and participating in the giveaway for this year's Thanksgiving pumpkin pies. So I think that that is it. And this is this is your audio podcast, so I can't close it. Oh, yeah. So uh, we just <laughs> want to finish this off by saying that, uh, like my wife said, we're thankful for everything that we have. Thankful for everything that we're able to do. We're, we're healthy. We have a beautiful family. We have everything I could have ever imagined. And I'd like to thank you plus more. Um, and we hope that you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving with your family, with your loved ones. Eat as much food as you like. Until Get that your little- nose is running. Get the, until your nose is running. Get that little food belly baby going. You know, relax, watch the football games, catch up on whatever shows, and just enjoy your time with your family. You deserve that. You deserve that. Plus more. Take an extra day off of work if you gotta. I'm a firm believer of just being home and not doing anything. <laughs> so take the day off after so you can just relax and do your laundry the day after that. <laughs> so yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Check up uh, on the other podcasts that we have on this platform. Let everybody know what's going on. This is for the community. This is for the southeast side of Chicago, Northwest Indiana. And uh, thank you for being here with us. This is another episode of South by Southeast. And uh, we'll, we'll do another episode next week. Maybe. See what happens. See what happens. All right, See everybody. Things go. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the South by Southeast podcast with your host, Mike, Tony the Jedi and Matthew, streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. Find us on Facebook and Instagram, SXSE Podcasts. Thanks for listening.